so they are attempting to allow outdoor concerts to allow weed. <laughs> First of all, I guarantee I'm gonna you, tell you I they're guarantee already there. You, exactly. I have to say, I guarantee you that shit is already happening. Some of them are more friendly than others, uh-huh. but they all have it. Yeah. There are three things in this world that's going to bring everybody together. Music, alcohol, and marijuana. Absolutely. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. Hey y'all, back again for another episode of the Young Black and Bother podcast. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm joined by... Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. What's up, y'all? C-Jack City, a.k.a. CJ. Yo, what's good? It's Q, a.k.a. I hope you, I hope you like front to back and all that <laughs> shit. What's up? Oh my gosh. What's up, everybody? It's Tony. Oh my God. We- <laughs> so... He did not signal, you know, dignify if he was drunk or sober cue, but he is. Oh, we know, we know. So, if he's talking about wiping front to back, I think that's all we needed to know. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, first and foremost, let's say, um, even though we didn't, most of us didn't get off of Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day! Hey, I did. Government laws, like no. (laughs) (laughs) So, happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Uh, more importantly, you know, our condolences to everyone, you know, in California who's going through the brush fires. A lot of people have yes. said that, but it's a huge deal. Um, it's probably I'm one. I'm so of- glad my bae is coming this weekend because she lives in that area, mm. and well, I just was really yeah, keep her. Saturday, hungry. So we'll have a lot this week. Uh, we, you know, Thanksgiving's next week, and just in advance, in case you guys are listening. There will not be an episode next week of both Young Black and Bothered and Good, Bad, and Unavailable, so you have to wait until the week of the 29th in order to get two shows. Um, we may throw a bonus one out there. I'm not promising anything, but just know that you will not get two episodes next week, so we're going to try to make this one worthwhile. Um, so first and foremost, we need to get into Tony and his new opportunity to happen to him. So Tony, Tony. Oh, Yeah. That's so, opportunity. well, you know, career-wise, I'm trying to be a singer and drop a few albums right quick, but financially, it's a great opportunity. For those who don't know, my background is in architecture and urban planning, so not only do I design buildings, but I also design cities. So, yeah, I've been here trying to create my own little town, Tony Town. Tony, city of Tony. Tony what is it, Colored Town? Color, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, colored um, World. <laughs> when I moved down here, like, before I left, I was like, I gotta leave and go to Georgia. I gotta go be happy right quick. And I'm never coming back. Um, but <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's tragic. But um, I was, when I got down here, it was just so hard to find a freaking urban planning job because even the jobs I applied to, some of them I got rejected, which is weird for me because I never get rejected. And um, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit more than me not getting the job. I was like, I don't get rejected. Was it because you're black? I don't know. No, because the people I interviewed with were black. Oh, Little bastards. But there were also jobs that, like, you know, it would have been cool, but it wasn't something I was excited about. Like, it was like, this would be good for me to do, but it wasn't something I was actually excited about. So, last week, 
I literally said a prayer on Wednesday and I was like, you know, I just really need a, I need to get out of this teaching thing. Like I went to school for a very long time, paid a lot of money in tuition to not be a teacher. Like I, I need to go and do the stuff that I'm supposed to do. And that right. was on Wednesday and Thursday. I got a call for an interview for the city of Congress on Friday and then the city of Sandy Springs on Monday. So, um, Sandy Springs, both, where is that? Is that Georgia? That's in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then, um, the interview on Friday went really well. I walked away like, yo, that job is mine. And then Monday, um, oh my God, I got to this beautiful building for this interview. And the lady was like, well, I said, how soon are you trying to hire? She was like, tomorrow. And I was like, oh, ha, 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 ha. What do you know? Jokey, jokey. But literally the next day, like she, yesterday she called me and was like, um, you're going to make such a great asset to this team. And I said, what? And she was like, you're going to make a really good asset to the team. What are you saying, lady? And she, I was like, are you talking about got a job? She was like, yeah. And I was like, whoo. And I told myself I need to be a senior planner before I'm 30. And I'm pushing it because I'll be 30 in January. But I was like 29, and I'll be on a senior level, senior executive level. So I was like, you know, that's pretty big to me. Hey, so, where the frog horn at? <laughs> so um, I was really excited. I was, I'm very excited for that um, career-wise. Um, and then that just opened so many doors to everything else. So now I can go and buy, really look, actively look for my house. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, more money, I'll be able to, you know, in Atlanta, well, in Georgia, not really Atlanta, because Atlanta is stupid expensive. Um, it's like yeah. D.C. And <laughs> really? I, no, it's nah. really expensive. Atlanta proper, the city of Atlanta is extremely expensive. The townhouse, I went to a party on Saturday, and the townhouses were like, that I parked by, were in like the upper 500,000s, a townhouse. Like, a, well, you want me okay. to be connected to somebody and share space? Like a You said in the upper what? 500,000. What? Is this like downtown next to Coca-Cola World? No. Oh, it's funny, though, because my students just went to Coca-Cola World. None of them little fuckers brought me back any Sprites. I'm a little upset about that, but whatever. Man, and you made all that chicharrones for them. I don't know you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm hoping that um, they wanted to do some references. And shout out to Ross, because I was able to use some of his stuff to, um, that helped me get the job. And, um, Roz is ass. He be living his life off of social media, <laughs> which is good for him. So, yeah, I haven't really seen him. In he don't like the group. I don't want to be there. I don't think he he's does. also busy too. Like, that nigga studying for the planning exam. He's trying to be like a certified planner. Hmm. So, oh, did you already take that? Are you already certified? So, the certification is not necessary and it just really is for a resume booster. But, uh-huh. It's good, like you like. And Ross is also a senior planner. Like he's not like, you know, basic ass shit. Ross is a senior planner. So, um, oh, Ross is, is a senior planner. Yeah, when we both oh, left okay. our jobs that we were working at together, I took a job. I made more money than he did, I think. But actually, I think we made the same amount. But he got the job as a senior planner. So, oh, um, yeah, you know, a professional. That nigga was really like. I think he got Asperger's, but that nigga is stupid smart. Like, yeah. Well, the, so, most people with Asperger's are actually very. You know, Ross is a jackass, so he'd be saying the most off the wall shit and don't be thinking nothing of it. I'm like, nigga, yeah, you cannot does. say that shit. Like, he walked into the white people. We were in fucking Harford County, and he would walk up to the white people and be like, hey, do you call your black friends a nigger? And I'd be like, whoa! Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Aboard, aboard, aboard. No, yeah, I don't. Maybe he was reading like, Huckleberry Finn. I don't know. Ross is a weirdo. But I was, um,. I'm hoping that they give me, I should hear, hopefully, I send them my reps and stuff today so they can call everybody. And I should hear, um, <coughs> excuse me, I should hear back from them tomorrow, hopefully, with the offer letter, so I get my money. 
And then hopefully they give me a start date of the tenth so I can come see you guys. Hey. So yeah, that's what's going on for me. Hey. I'll be lit, in lit. Canada on the first week of December. That has, yeah. Why would you do that? No, what day? I'll be there the first through the third. You are so gay because that's when I'm coming to Maryland. Oh, are you serious? Yes. Damn. For real? Yep. Damn. I might have. Ooh. Yeah, you might have to change that shit. Hold on. What day are you coming? The first? I'm leaving the 29th and I'll get there on the 30th. I'm leaving midnight on the 29th to get here the 30th. Then I'm leaving that Monday morning or that Sunday night. Can I see you the first in the daytime? Yeah. What day is okay. that? My friend doesn't, we're not leaving to drive to Canada until he gets off of work, so. Let me see. Your first one, Saturday. Hours. Saturday, yeah, because I think we're trying to do something just for the podcast. Mm. Good, yay, okay. I'm not sad anymore. Mm-mm-mm. So. Just bring me some salmon, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got you. I'll make you some. <laughs> so, I think right now, yeah, I can't see. If my sister does a dinner, um, I'll invite you guys. I'll, you know, tell her that mm-hmm. you guys are coming. So. Yeah. So what does everybody actually have planned for Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm I going am... to three Go houses. Yes, yeah. me too. <laughs> I'm going to my dad's and, you know, and chill with his family and stuff. I'm going to my mom's and I'm going to my aunt's. <laughs> I'm going to, I, you know, my be here with my cousins. I, my mom's like, oh, I thought we going to see you Thanksgiving. I'm like, nope. So I'm going to stay chill with my cousins for Thanksgiving, my cousin's aunt. I'm um, actually my little cousin's birthday is on Thanksgiving this year, so I'm um, gonna we'll probably do like a joint thing for that. But I got like four houses, one, three, four houses, one, three confirmed, and then four of them trying. The fourth one trying to actually. I know I'm wrong for the fourth house. I'm gonna just show up. Like bam, bitch, I'm here. Oh, that's all I got. Yeah. For me, going, I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna end up at. I gotta maybe I gotta probably beast my boyfriend. Oh boy! Hey man! Oh I no! Fully support it. Don't be it's a boyfriend! No! <laughs> oh shit! Shut the fuck up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, don't be a boyfriend. No, I know my family. They just all spread out this year. They got a date. Everybody doing something different. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Damn, what I'm gonna do? Hey yeah, man, you might have to be a boyfriend. I might have to beat a few treats and straw, but it's like the love of somebody in life or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I support it. Let's get to the topics. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I'm kind of sad today. Well, the thing is, I'm, maybe I'm kind of out of it because I know that like next week we ain't got shit, which means we're going to have content out the ass. Kanye going to come and do some shit. Trump going to do some shit. So I guess we might as well start at, actually, you know what? We'll save Trump for when Q is halfway. Sober? Halfway. Halfway. Will we, will we ever see that? No, we won't. But close enough. Okay. Uh, second. Who, oh, speak of the devil. Oh, that's Chris. So Chris is back. So now that Chris is back, let's just go into the topics for this week, which is not many. Um, so first off, Kellyanne Conway. Who? Oh. Yeah, so Kellyanne Conway is being uh, forced to either leave the Trump administration or face a divorce from her husband, who apparently hates President Trump. Good for him. Sounds like a smart man, if you ask me. So I'm just saying. 
George T. Conway wrote a blistering column in the New York Times explaining why he has concluded that Trump's appointment of the act, uh, the acting attorney general is unconstitutional, saying that that's right. One of the president's biggest critics is the husband of one of the president's staunchest defenders. They basically they're saying Kellyanne is one of the most disloyal people to him and that they share the same ethics and values and morals. However, she's working with somebody that she knows she completely goes you know, the doors. Sounds like a lot of us at work, we don't want to be there, but they're paying us. I don't know what you're talking about, Greg. I love my job, in case anybody's listening. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That sounds reasonable. I actually really do love my job, though. No, I, I, <laughs> like if I got fired like today, I would literally probably have a nervous breakdown. If somebody oh, yeah. fired you, Chris, I would go and fuck them up. Okay, we don't. I'd be ready to ride. I'd be ready to ride. My life. I love oh. my job. <laughs> yeah, for me, I would almost work for free. Almost. Oh, whoa, no, you're wilding. No. Yeah. For me, I don't think I, I would only do that if I was filthy rich. I don't want to say that I hate my job. I don't want to say that I love my job. This perks about my job that to me are great. But then there's some that I'm like, uh, like I could do better. Mainly the salary. The salary is like, I don't want to say it's keeping me, but it's more so the salary with the perks. If somebody else mm-hmm. offered me maybe, I'd say twelve to $15,000 more, I'm gone. Um, what about 5K? 5K to me, like. Listen, any, any K is better than the K you got now. I'm saying if it's 5K, is it worth leaving? If it's, if it's 5K, I would actually consider it, but the health benefits have to be better. Because, mm. I mean, Blue Cross Blue Shield is great. However, their premiums have gone up $19. It's Man, what? First of all, yeah. I also want to let everybody know that that's how you know when you're old, when you're talking to people about fucking health insurance premiums. I'm just saying. Yo, okay, I didn't know that co-pays weren't really $10. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Because they'll send you a bill later. No, 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 no. They are, but that's for like add-ons that's yeah. not for me like as yeah. the primary person i still have to pay 30 dollars yep every doctor's appointment so now i'm like damn wait what i don't know if i'm going to see the doctor I I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you a story about me having to do the open enroll because you know how around this time of year they have open enrollment so if you do have your benefits from your job you have to re you know re-enroll you have to do it yeah home. i didn't know that either so you know, my boss emails me and it's like, Greg, are you going to do the open enrollment this year? And I was like, yeah, of course I am. Can I just roll it over from next, you know, from last year? Like, no, you got to do it all over. So I go, mm-hmm. tighten everything. And it didn't click in my head until I was right about to press submit for everything that, hey, I'm married now. So I have to go and, and you don't have to do this. So anybody who's listening, if you are recently married or planning on getting married, you don't have to add your spouse to your health insurance. What I'm telling you, though, is... Mm, for this month. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Don't listen yeah. to me. What I'm telling you is it's actually cheaper to add them because not it only... Is. You get the higher premium, but at the end of the year when you get your taxes back, you get that money deduced from your benefits so you end up making more. No one told me mm-hmm. that until it was time to actually... My boss was like, hey, do this and you'll get this at the end of the year. If you do what you think you're going to do and just file as one person, yeah, you're going to get more throughout the year, but they're going to tax the shit out of you when it comes to taxes. And this includes mm-hmm. health. So I took the higher PPO. I took the highest dental. I want everything. 
because I want it. Yeah, in I got and, the highest dental too. Yeah, for me, I have to have in and out of network. What I'm learning about, especially dental, I don't know if it's more so them than health, but every dentist. It's definitely dentist more than health. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, the dentist that I've had recently, like the one I've used for the past 15 years, I feel like he's trying to transition out of going, you know, to the majority of networks like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Kaiser, stuff like that. And he's opting for like the Aetna's of the world where Aetna sounds like it's a great idea until they send you that bill in the mail. And they, like Tony said, they'll send it to you two or three months later. And you're like, wait a minute. I paid my co yeah, I don't remember going there. Yeah. And Hold I- on, Edna. Um, no, nah, I don't have that. I have Blue Cross Federal Basic. But oh. I think I'm going to switch to standard because basic is only in-network doctors. Mm-hmm. Even though all my doctors are in-network. But well, you never well, know. Well, here's what, here's what happened to me. So I made the mistake of going to the doctor on the weekend because I wasn't feeling really, I wasn't feeling well at all. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to urgent care. I'm going to give them my insurance, pay my copay, blah, 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 blah. What they don't tell you about urgent care is, yeah, they'll take your insurance and everything is cool while you're there. But in 90 days, you want to get a bill that you can't explain. They're going to be like, okay, you went out of network because that's not either your primary care doctor or it's not a doctor that you consider to be in network because even though you've gone to a like an urgent care that will take it, the physician they won't take that insurance. So say if you go to like Doctor like Oppenheim or Doctor Oppenheim, well, you're real Jewish there. I'm ju- I'm just letting you know. Like say if you go to that doctor, <laughs> even though their yeah, even though their office or their health their health office takes the insurance, that doctor may not. Yeah, you got to check the doctor, man. You got to check the doctor. Yeah. So this apps, I want to say, what is that medical uh, app that they have for iOS? Um, I forgot the name of it. Uh, I'll, I'll look that up in a second. Because for a minute, my doctor wasn't taking Blue Cross Blue Shield for some reason. Yeah. And I had to pay what 150 and then send it to insurance because it was still like a primary care yeah. Um yeah. What do you call it? Like certain checkups, you can still do it. You just have to pay it first and then they reimburse you. Well, you know, America's best is like that because they don't take insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can go and just pay what is like sixty nine ninety five, and yeah. then you send it to your insurance. Because I actually do a Blue Cross Blue Shield. I would send it to them and then they would send it back. Absolutely. So just send me my check back. If you do you have, have um, download the app ZocDoc that's spelled Z as in Z. Oh, yes. D-O-C where you can actually find a doctor that's near you. Not only will it tell you when they are available, it'll also tell you exactly like what coverage they do because a lot of doctors will say that they cover certain things and mm-hmm. then you get there and they don't cover it, but they'll say, hey, we'll work it out with your insurance only for you to get that bill 90 days later. It was like, hey, we did cover the fact that we had like towels and shit that we laid out for Oh, you. yeah, they be charging like shit for stupid shit like towels. Yeah. I have to pay $140 for an MRI. Yeah. That's I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I, have, I have a bill right now for $310 that I'm fighting with my health insurance for an EKG that my dental, not my dental, my health insurance told me was not only was it covered, but under the PPO plan that I was on, it was like, okay, not only is it insured, it's, in, you know, it's covered in the insurance, but you don't have to pay anything other than the copay. So I paid the copay thinking, okay, all this is included. 
the EKG was included, but the materials that they used for the EKG were not. That's trash. Yeah, so you really have to be like, not like you have to be on top of it. Which I always felt like health insurance was like the one of the sneakiest. You know, people be talking about like um, politics. I'd be like, no, nah, health insurance mm-hmm. is one of the scammiest things in the world to me. Yeah, that's what, like the premiums. You're never going to meet the premium. And I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Like, and I don't even know what goes into that to make it cheaper, but yeah. nobody trying to pay that. Uh, well, nobody got time for that. This is what my coworker told me. So she tells me, she's like, Greg, like, how do you feel about like counseling and therapy and meditation? I was like, oh, well, you know, my co-host, Tony, he's always talking about medica- you know, meditation and, you know, certain things I've been trying to like, like infuse into my life. So I downloaded the Talkspace app, right? Mm-hmm. They had this little thing going on in the podcast. They're like, hey, you know, for talk space, you can do $20 and, you know, your first week is free. Cool. $20 your first week is free. It still feels like you have to pay for it. What I did not think of is the fact that it's $20 to $30 a week. A week. What? Yeah. Talkspace is a weekly paid app. So say if you decide you want Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Which it, it pissed me off because I'm like, wait a minute, like... What if you don't have the opportunity to go and walk into your therapist's office, sit in a chair, and have this discussion every week that's covered by your health insurance? Talkspace doesn't take health insurance at all. So you have to pay this shit out of pocket. So it's not covered by health insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid. So you would have to either use a normal credit card or PayPal, and you have a subscription package, which for me felt really weird as someone who used them from a podcast sponsor who was saying, Hey, you should use talk space. If you want to do therapy, if you want to do meditation, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, wait, you're telling all these people that talk space is great because you have a code for them and you have an affiliation. But honestly, I don't know anybody who wants to spend 30, $40 a week to go to therapy on their phone. I might as well just take the hour to go and waste it out of work and go to a therapist that's nearby that's covered by my health insurance. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, use, if you can afford, go for the highest PPO that you can afford. Me, I went with the one that works for both my wife and myself because even though her health insurance is better than mine at work, my dental is better than hers. So mm-hmm. we just, we went with the higher PPO because it's less deductible. The, overall premium for the year. It's not something that we're wasting our money on because what you, it's like the PTO for your job. If you don't use it, you lose it and you start all over again the next year. So make sure you get a PPO that you use, go and get your medications. Like honestly, go to the doctor whenever they send you an alert, like every six months, go to that shit. If you want your teeth clean twice a year, go three times a year, just because that shit is covered. They might tell you it's only two times a year, but if you feel like you about to get a cavity or you ate a piece of Starburst, you're like, hey, I ain't feeling right. Go to the fucking dentist. That shit. <laughs> it's a piece of Starburst. I'm, I'm telling you, it's so worth it. Like a lot of people take health insurance for granted. Either they can't afford it or more importantly, like they don't know the caveats that go behind it. But listen to me. Yeah. I always, I believe, like for instance, like I'm a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Teachers don't make no money. My health insurance, like they get, I was like, oh shit, I just realized they never gave me anything to do my health insurance. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the HR lady, she was like, well, this is the package for health insurance. Um, I'm like, you know, all my jobs I've had, 
my health insurance costs per paycheck was like $20. Mm-hmm. And that includes dental vision and medical. Yeah. So this time, sorry, let me go ahead and see this. That jump was $99.95. I said, whoa. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to God and hope, you know what I'm saying? I like, hope that I get something else. I can't imagine paying a hundred dollars for health insurance. Like, absolutely. Granted, I feel like whenever I get, if I even feel like something's wrong, up, oh, I think I got cancer. I'm going to the doctor. If I got a headache, I got a brain tumor. Like, I automatically yep. think that I need to be the doctor. Yeah, bro. I, I done self-diagnosed myself thanks to Google so many times. Oh, yeah. And web, and web MD. Bro, I don't know what's going on. I think one day. I don't even think I was sick. It was just more so like you ever like looked at something on your body and you thought it was one thing and it wasn't. My mom was like, I called her. I was like, mom, like what's going on? Like I got this black dot. I'm looking in the mirror. I was like, I got this black dot on my shoulder. Like it, it looked like a blackhead, but I'm not sure. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You sound stupid. So I'm going on WebMD thinking like I had all types of like bugs and shit like that. Come to find out I've had this fucking mole on my right shoulder my entire fucking life. And she's like, Greg, like I told you. I was like, okay, well, fine. Like needless to say, just don't WebMD yourself to death because you've overdone. Mm, I've had can't Look, I've had cancer about 20 times since I started using WebMD. WebMD will tell you you have some shit that honestly... It's it's not even there. I I guess. So oh boy. Ooh boy. That <laughs> so moving right along. So Michael Cohen <laughs> said that Trump told him that black people are too stupid to vote for me. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't even have an answer for that one. Um, well, you know, this is going to sound really ignorant. I don't really care. I'm not really into politics. I have no idea who that is. Yeah. My, Michael Cohen apparently worked with Trump. You know, he's his former lawyer. And he said that Trump once told him, black people are too stupid to vote for me and suggested that all countries run by blacks are shitholes. Well, I wouldn't mind going to one of those shitholes, actually. Exactly. I, I would now, not... I love the times that we're in and yeah. I'm trying to figure out what is it that you do that would make us too stupid to vote for you? What are you promising us that we're not seeing? Yeah. And I don't understand what it is about these white politicians and to all the white listeners, if you are listening, I'm not sure, you know, if you are or not. White fans, but, white fans. Uh, no, we're not gonna do that. Listen, um, <laughs> I can't for the life of me understand like why from a black perspective, we think that, Government is for us, and why we think we have a voice in government. I just feel like we should vote for black politicians. I think that we, we don't feel like we have a voice because of government. Like we, have but at the like same time, like I don't think like, this is anything oh, no. different. Like Trump got in office, it didn't affect us. Obama got in office, it slightly affected us. Um, Bush was in office, it didn't affect. Like you know, what I'm saying like these things. We, I feel like we're always government, politics, and government is for white people, white men. You know, like I don't understand why a system designed so many decades and centuries ago is still in place in the same fashion that it was. I think there needs to be updates to the Constitution. I guess there are the Constitution amendments, but I think they should be, you know, I don't know, I just feel like some things are just so outdated. And I think that our modern government is one of them. Like, yep. when Obama left office, I just think that we should have found a new way to do things and the way we have, what we have is not it. Yeah. Now, is it, okay, this is me playing devil's advocate just because, like, I do support the Constitution, mm. but 
I feel, well, I believe when it comes to like civics, a lot of people just don't understand how it really works. Yeah, so I agree like, with that over the, the veil of what we should be doing. And then when the shit doesn't happen, we're looking like, yo, why didn't it work, man? Politicians really don't care about us, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, y'all didn't even go to the right person. Y'all yeah. mad at the president, and he not even the one y'all should be calling for real. Yeah, I agree. At the same time, and, I think that our elected officials are way too out of our reach. Like, yes, I don't think, and you know what I'm saying? Don't don't even, we, do you know who your county sheriff is right now? No, I don't. Do you know who your school board leader is right now? All these things that really affect the everyday person, we don't even know. We don't even in know my defense, do. I'm not even from here. So I'm well, I'm not even saying you in general. I'm just talking about people. <laughs> the saying, average person from... can't tell us who their city council, their district is. No, and I think we that a lot of that stuff know. is done intentionally. I think that it's intentionally mm-hmm. kept away from us. And I think that you can't go from a system that excludes black people and white women, and then all of a sudden we feel like we're part of the process. Like, no. Our process is also um, a scam. Like I tell, like I'm teaching my kids about communism, right, and dictatorships. And I'm like, the people in a dictatorship and communism, they know what it is. I said America is like one of the few countries that is just so hell bent on telling lies. And like, <coughs> I'm dying over here. But I think that um, we always tell ourselves, you have to vote, you have to vote, you have to vote. But what we don't understand as far as presidential elections is electoral college. So I completely understand when people don't want to vote. They're like, what am I voting for? I, mm-hmm. I can vote and the person I'm voting for will win the election and then somebody else will be in office. I can't justify that. I can't say, well, you should still vote. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't get it. And I don't understand why we have the Electoral College. I think that we should get rid of it because you're not given. It's not democracy. At the end of the day, somebody else is choosing our, our people. It's not us. Absolutely fair. So let, let's move on to, like, less, you know, I won't say less serious because we're about to get really heavy. So. Are we? Yeah. Yeah, we have to. I know it's the week before Thanksgiving. Oh, no. We have to. So a high school in Wisconsin, <laughs> uh, they are being. Wisconsin? People live there? hmm Wisconsin high school is being investigated after a photo of what appears to be a group of all white male students holding up a Nazi salute went viral. Um, in the image, about 50 students from Baraboo High School in Baraboo, Wisconsin, dressed in suits, were seen smiling with their right arm extended in the air, reminiscent of the infamous, what is, Jesus, what is it, Cy Hale salute? Hitler. Yeah. Um, some students also appear to be given the OK sign white power salute in the photo. Now, I don't know if you guys know what the, you know, the okay thing is, is but it's kind of like if you turn, like if you say okay to somebody with your hand, but what you do is you turn it upside down and you put it to your side. That is the white power salute. Ironically, in this photo, there are multiple guys in this photo who are doing this. And God, I'm telling you. Racism still alive. What? Here's the thing, though. Again, I fully love the times that we're in because I think that everything is shifting and white people don't know how to deal with it. Um, I think that I tell you all the time, if you put a dog in a corner, they're going to bark. They might not bite you, but they're going to bark. And I think that's what's happening is that these people are scared. Like, no one, 
I think back in the day, black people feared the KKK and they feared these white supremacist groups. And I don't think that we fear these people anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't fear the KKK. I don't fear what they can do. I want to fight you. Like, let's fight. Like, let's do the race war. Like, right, we're going to lose a lot of people, but let's, let's get it over with. So we can finally say once for all who's stronger. I was reading a post and they said the white people are stronger. Well, more, I said where? I would much rather lose a couple of people knowing that. Oh, we're going to have to. We're going to have to lose a lot of people. We, you know, there are some people that are going to have to be casualties. There's a lot of black people that voted for Trump. Um, yeah. Those people got to go. Mm-hmm. You know? So I fully support the losing of people. Mm. Um, we're not going to get, and that's why I tell people we're never going to win the race war. But yeah. we have to get rid of our own. Like, that's why, like, yeah, you have what's it called? Like in slavery times, when you had like a black person that ended up in the house, like they felt like they were better than other black people. Those are the people we have now in modern times. Absolutely. Like you think because you have a little bit of money that you live in these white suburbs that you're one of them. They're never going to see you as one of them ever. Oh well, speak, speaking of that, Tony, because that brings us into the next topic. So, because you 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 in the Georgia, you know, I don't want to say you in. Atlanta area because I hate making Georgia seem like it's Atlanta, but white residents. I am in the Atlanta area actually. <laughs> well, no, no, I, I just, I just hate that because I literally had coworkers be like, "Oh, you've been to Atlanta, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I've been to Atlanta." They're like, "What else is there to see in Atlanta?" I was like, "Are you talking about like the state of Georgia? Or are you talking about like Atlanta?" But they like think that Atlanta is the only thing that you can actually see in Georgia, and that could be the case. I've been to well, Atlanta and Savannah. Like Savannah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, let, let's get let's get into the story. So, white residents are trying to form a new town near Atlanta that they say isn't racist. They just want to have a cheesecake factory in their town. A cheesecake factory. A cheesecake. So, um, okay. What? <laughs> what? Why isn't cheesecake coming? <laughs> so. Uh, residents of the wealthy community of an Atlanta area city of Stockbridge, residents. Oh, I had an interview out there. Oh, it, it gets better. So they said that they are building themselves as a country club community, saying that. Yeah, yeah, they are saying that they had nothing to do with racism. Instead, proponents of the plan says that the split between the town of Stockbridge and the towns that are surrounding it is necessary so residents of Eagles Landing, which is the town that they're proposing, could get something that they've always wanted, a cheesecake factory. So one of the women who are on the committee by the name of Vicky Consiligo says, I serve on the uh, the Henry County Zoning Board, and so I keep seeing all these places like Bojangles, Waffle Houses, Dollar Stores, and all this going up in our county. And I was like, why can't we get a Cheesecake Factory or P.F. Chang's or Houston's? We have areas that have high incomes. So what's the deal? Now, anybody who's been to a Cheesecake Factory, anybody who's been to a P.F. Chang's, or more importantly, even though there's not a lot of people who can say that they have, but even a Houston's, you don't have to have a high income to go to any of these places. That's what I was about to say. Like, when did Cheesecake Factory become like? I think it's I not put about that on the, the same. It's about it's the perception. But I literally put to, that like, on the same level as like a, a a Red Lobster. That's shitty. Like, Red Lobster is literally the worst place in the world. 
So that, that is there, yeah, it has gotten. It, no, but, you hate, know, it didn't used to be that. No hate the red lobster, your biscuits and stuff. But I'm no, not trying to go to the Red Lobster. Gross. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to Red Lobster. Anyone know what turned me off of Red Lobster? Red Lobster over there on uh, what's that Branch Avenue? Oh boy, I don't want to go to no place called Red That's Lobster. That's the one I was like, I'm over. Get brown lobster. Yeah. I went there. I ordered I a lobster. lobster tail five times. Five times I sent it back. It was brown every single time. It got to a point where I said, you know what? I don't even want it. Just, yeah. just maybe those wild. are the melanated. Maybe those are the melanated lobsters for your bank. Yeah, man. Well, I'm racist today. <laughs> None of those lobster. You come out with um, brown it's, lobster. It's a it's a perception thing because you know there are certain things that go up in certain neighborhoods. Family Dollar, um, the ethnic beauty supply stores. Um, Kmart, AutoZone. These yeah. AutoZone, like these air, these things are not in predominantly white areas. So when you put up things like Bojangles, um, mm-hmm. what are some other black stuff? You know, I understand. Like, as a planner, I'm like, you can't put up certain things. Certain, you can't over swamp the community with certain things because then it makes it somebody, it's a low income area. Bojangles, you know, Cheesecake Factory, PF Chains. Even though I don't think they're expensive either, but I also can afford to eat there. So I'm yeah. like, people might. The perception. Same thing with um, like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. I don't think they're that much expensive than like a Safeway or a Giant, but the perception is that they are. So people don't want them, but, the, but they make the community seem a certain way. The design of these stores. These stores have their own design standards. Also, it's like Walmart. Walmart is a box store, so you literally just throw it up and no one cares how it looks. But like PF Chang's has a certain way it looks. Whole Foods um, has cheesecake a certain factory way. Has a, exactly. Yeah. So it changes the way. Also, is a good cheesecake thing. is huge. Just really not in a lot of places, like you said, that don't have the space. Yeah. They yeah. use it like super mega malls or like. And they usually right, and they usually put a cheesecake factory if they're not building it and they're putting it somewhere where something already exists. Like the cheesecake factory that I went to, I think it's in Baltimore. The cheesecake factory. One cheesecake factory I went to used to be some humongous Mediterranean Italian restaurant type thing. And it was a huge space. And I'm like, it's not, like you said, like, it's not a small thing. And again, design standards. These stores have their own square footages about how big they're supposed to be or how small they're supposed to be. So well, they're not going to go anywhere unless you're building them from the ground up. I had to write I've never been to a um, cheesecake factory that wasn't attached to a mall. Yeah. Or store, like, either. Mazda Gallery is attached to literally like a shopping center. So I had to write this yeah. down. I was like restaurants like those like the ch- everything she's named like the cheesecake factories the pf chang's the houston's and stuff like that what happens with those i can't even say restaurants because they are technically chains that they're exclusive to white neighborhoods in order to keep black people out of their neighborhoods what they'll do is they'll give a black community one and then everybody goes to that one until they realize that one's overpopulated. So they're like, okay, where can I go and find another PF Chang's? Where can I find another Houston? Where can I find another? On the flip side, though, these stores also do um, market market analysis, right? Yeah. So when we do a plan for a community, we decide like, as planners what can go there, what kind of things go there. And um, a certain store is not going to locate to an area if they feel they're not going to make any money in that area. For instance, they're not going to throw up a cheesecake factory in Simple Hills. They're not. Oh, no, absolutely not. But with the so, and it's not to say that people aren't going to eat there. It's just going to be really ratchet. Things are going to happen. I mean, that is like you can't. We can't ignore that things are going to happen. But honestly, I, I get what you're saying. But the issue with that is the fact that they would be the type to. Because honestly, 
Bowie, for example, like that little shopping center by the movie theater, those restaurants are literally like a rotating door. They're there for like a year, maybe. Yeah, and that's not good either. Yeah. Because that brings down community. People like, oh, well, what's yeah. here now? What's changing here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they used, they used to have a TG, uh, what is it, the TGI Fridays that was there, and they closed that. Now, there are no, if you look in D.C., there are no TGI Fridays in black communities. Like, there was one that was right off the metro at um, George Washington University. There used to be one, but the issue with that was it was so close to the metro, it was easily accessible, and more importantly, they did the one thing that brought in a community, but they didn't want that community. Since it was by the college, they figured, you know what, what we'll do is we'll have a karaoke night. Karaoke night turned into a club night because obviously with karaoke, you got people singing, stuff like that, but it ends up just bringing in the black community. They closed that store. They closed the one that was over on Pennsylvania Avenue. They closed, I think, the one that was over in like Bethesda because that was easily accessible. Then you have like the Dave and Busters of the world. There's only one that's in like a metro accessible area, which is in Silver Spring. But every single time I've gone, that's to that, another one. They only go up in certain areas, or they only go yeah. up in certain um, type of like. Then you're not gonna find Dave and Busters in Silver Hills. I'm oh, sorry. Not. not I hate to keep oh. using that, but like I can't even think. You know. For, all right, prime example, Kroger, right? Kroger's a grocery store down here. Absolutely. And when I did my um, I did my thesis, you know, about market analysis and grocery stores not locating two black communities resulting in a food desert. And Kroger decided they want to take, it was like all these stores that were coming to the communities and they wouldn't, they were being proposed, like they would give them development credits. Like, hey, we won't charge you this amount if you, or we won't tax you if you stay, come to this community. But it's sort of like, no. I'm not going to make it. That's like putting up a Whole Foods in, a, in like a poor area, right? They think that like the Whole Foods might think like no one's going to shop here and we're not going to make any money. We're going to actually end up being cash poor because we're going to spend more money developing a store. They're building it and nothing, nobody's going to shop here. So, I mean. It's rough. I don't man. know. Yeah. I, I feel as though like it's going to happen either way. Um, more importantly, like PF Chang's is actually pretty fucking good. So if I have to travel, I to am personally am not a fan of PF Chang's. I think it's gross. If it's gross, that's fine. Me, I wouldn't mind. Like if I get tired of eating all the shit that's in my area or places that I've already been, I'm like, you know what? I got a taste for PF Chang's. But do you live in DC? I live in Silver Spring, so I'm literally right on the edge. Oh, okay. And the- well, you're on like you're in like a food swamp anyway because you have a million restaurants out there. But the, the issue with Silver Spring is anybody who's listening and is not from the D.C. area, Silver Spring used to be heavily like Ethiopian and Retrian. So, yes, yes, what they, it did. What, what they did is they kicked everybody who was of that demographic out of Silver Spring and they moved them to the Shady Grove, Glenmont area. But the issue is just the rent keeps increasing as, you know, apartments mm-hmm. built. Like right now, they've already overdeveloped in Silver Spring. So instead of them moving to like the Wheaton area or, you know, the Glenmont area, they're moving to Laurel because they're like, okay, we want to make sure that we leave some area for people that are are affordable, but we're going to move to Laurel. We're going to go to Bethesda because all the stuff on the other side of the red line, anybody who's from DC knows there's two spots in DC that like on the red line, you can move to if you want to move to the red line. So, 
for example, White Flint was supposed to be like this fluent, you know, white area that everybody was going to build up. But instead of them building apartments in White Flint, what they did was they built like million dollar homes. But the thing is, nobody can afford them because DC is a town where you're living there for six or seven years. And then you won't. Now, yeah. you know, like I have friends who like, okay, I've been here for three years. I'm planning on moving back home because I'm relationship, blah, 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 blah. Now it's not that at all. So um, moving right along because we, we got off track. So a black man was choked by police officers outside of a Waffle House and was the subject of gay slurs. Do you want to hear the article? Because I, I would love to play this. Let, let, let me, because this is just. <laughs> Let's see if I can get that clip without the ad, but of course there's an ad. Your screen doesn't need repairing, but your weakened enamel might. Try gum and enamel repair from Crest. And of course it doesn't work, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read it. Attorneys representing the black customers seen on video getting choked by a police officer outside of a North Carolina Waffle As, uh, House. Oh, here we go. This car, I'm asking several, or even the officer that was there that was threatening me, that had put my life in danger to get his hands off of me because it was an officer that walked me. As you can see, his hands were still around my neck. I proceeded to touch me because he know that he was trying to Ag it on more, even though I was calm after the other officer. I felt a little bit safe that he was there and he didn't do nothing wrong to me. He didn't put my life in danger. I asked him, yeah, I asked him, is that any way possible I could ride in the car with him? Or he take me downtown. They said no, because the other officer was a resident officer. I had to ride with him, which is I found that kind of weird because I'm threatened by this officer. So why should I have to ride with anybody that I'm threatened by? Um, as I got in that car, there was a canine unit. He was pretty riled up. At that point, I'm calm. I'm in handcuffs behind my back. That dog is behind me barking, growling. And, you know, I'm threatened now by the dog. I'm bothered because this dog is just back there routed up, car shaking because he's barking and stuff. Um, they wouldn't let me go with no other officer. Um, before we pulled off, this officer stayed. Oh, well, let me get out make sure the doors are closed for this dog don't get out. Um, I remember him walking out, walked to the Waffle House employee, and the one that was down, he asked him to write a statement, which that statement that had been released. Um, of course, it's going to look like they're in the right because they wrote their own statement. Um, they're going to do everything to defend themselves. But these are people that was trying to throw things at me. These are people that was trying to threaten, that threaten me, told me what they was going to do to me and stuff. Um, and, you know, I look at it like I got arrested for this sort of conduct. Why are they not arrested for that? Why? So he he may sound like kind of like jumbled. So I'm gonna read the article again. So turn uh, attorneys are representing a black customer that was seen on video getting choked by a white police officer. Now they said a police officer, but I just want to make it clear that it is a white police officer outside of a North Carolina Waffle House. Now, you guys might not notice, but we actually covered this back in June when we first started the podcast. There was the guy who, you know, was at a prom and the cop like grabbed him by the neck, slammed him against the window and then slammed him again on the concrete. So the attorney says that he wants surveillance video for this. Yeah, I just, oh boy. This, This is a lot, bro. I'm. 
actually really kind of tired. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm tired of reading these stories. <laughs> like, as a podcast, I feel like we have more content that's bad than good. Like, I have yet to be, like, happy at the beginning of a podcast that we've done because it's all we have to get that shit out of the way because, one, it has to be talked about even though we've talked about it in various different situations. And two, it's like this video evidence, like the employees of this fucking restaurant called the guy faggot, you know, and I hate God, I fucking hate that word. But, you know, then the police come and then there's a fucking video. Like at what point do, I won't say they, but at what point do white people including police officers, people who are working at these places. More importantly, people who are calling the police. Shout out to, like, did y'all, please tell me y'all saw this video that was going on on Twitter with the girl that was in college, and she put her feet up in the chair, and she had a fucking cop call, like, well, a cop came to the classroom during her class for just putting her feet up in the chair. What? Yeah, so... There's a viral video that's going on right now. So there was a college student who apparently is doing nothing, you know, other than taking her test and she has her feet in the chair in front of her. And instead of the teacher going and saying something to her like, hey, can you take your, you know, put your feet down? The teacher walks out of the classroom and makes a personal call from, I'm assuming, her cell phone to a cop. Not only did one cop come, but three others came to go and basically tell the student to take her feet off the chair. Why did it have to escalate to that point? It did not. I don't know. So, some shit just should not happen. Like, honestly, I also want to fight cops on hand-to-hand, so there's that. But the thing is, she didn't have to fight the cop. She was sitting in a fucking chair. More, you know what? Let me move past that story. Let me move past the choking story, because that ties into this one. So you have a actual security guard in Chicago who gets killed by cops after capturing a shooter in a bar. So the security guard who was black got killed by a cop after capturing and holding down a person who was shooting up a bar. So he was trying to basically Janelle Robinson was a security guard at Manny's Blue Room Bar in Chicago when he had to escort a drunk group of gentlemen from the premises. And then it says that the gentleman, uh, the guy started, you know, bearing his firearms with the intent to kill people in the bar. So what the security guard decided to do was apprehend him until the police arrived. So he put his knee into the guy's back and held a gun on him, right? Because obviously he's a security guard. So the officer who was on duty decided to respond to the call, showed up, and instead of handling the white guys who were at the bar who was attempting to shoot at this bar, they shot the person who was holding him down, which happened to be a black guy, and killed him dead on the spot. Mm. So a witness that was there said the trigger-happy cop saw a black man with a gun and basically killed him. I don't even know what the response is. I don't even know what the course of action should be for these kind of things. Like, I really can't think of anything positive. Well, we've done everything. Like, what is the next step? The thing is, there's nothing that we can do. Like, and I don't. I can't. Like, it's not a black thing. It's not a white. It's it's like, bro. 
what more do you want from us? Like, no, I, I don't even think, I don't think, you know, a lot of the racial things we always, well, a lot of police things we always equate to race. And I'd be telling people, there are black cops. Exactly. And the cops are out for the cops. Like, exactly. You know, that, that's a cops versus the people thing. Yep. That's why I'm moving to another country. I'm on top of this. But the thing is, like, Sean King tried to clean it up, and I understand, I appreciate that he did this. So he tweeted out, you know, this is what happens when a good black guy, you know, with, you know, parentheses or whatever, with the gun tries to intervene in a mass shooting. First and foremost, you have to see, I get it, like, he tried to say, with the gun tries to intervene in a mass shooting. You first that wrong. Like, when I'm reading that, I have to read it in two different contexts. I have to read it as a black man who understands and sympathizes, and then I have to read it from the white people who are just trolling, and they don't see intervene in a mass shooting. They just see good black guy with a gun. There is no such thing. They are just like black guy gun. They don't see the good. They don't see intervening in a mass shooting. More importantly, they're like, why did he have yeah. a gun in a mass shooting? And then he followed it up by saying, a beloved mass uh, church musician in Chicago who was moonlighting as a security guard was shot and killed by police after he stopped the mass shooting at an area bar. Yeah. He stopped the mass shooting, however, he was shot. Which goes to show that honestly, like, it's a 50-50. You have 50% of the people being these cops that are trying to kill you, and you got the other 50% being the motherfuckers who are doing the shooting or the mass shooting, if you want to call it that. Um, like, you know, like you said, Tony, I just honestly rather move. I'm waiting to hit the Powerball so I can get the fuck out of here. Cause well, sure, just remember we're family. So remember, you know, look out for the fam. Oh, um, I, I will. <laughs> the check is coming. When, when, yes. now it's going to be an anonymous check though. I'm like, Hey, here's 50 K figure shit out. <laughs> oh, that's all I need. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Figure it out. I've already told people when I hit the Powerball, you won't know the amount you're going to get until the check clears. You're going to be like, you know what? God damn. Like my bank account, Bank of America called me and was like, hey, this ain't going to work. Um, I think you need, yeah. to find, <laughs> you need to find somebody else. We can only deposit this in intervals of $10,000. That's how I have to do it. So mm-hmm. moving right along, uh, Chris and CJ, I think CJ probably is gone, but a- any weed smoker will appreciate this story. So ooh, ooh, what is it? Yes. Yeah. So they are attempting to allow outdoor concerts to allow weed. At these <laughs> First of all, I guarantee I'm gonna you. I'm going to tell you, I they're already there. You, exactly. I have to say, I guarantee you that shit is already happening. Some of them are more friendly than others, uh-huh. but they all have it. Yeah. But I do think at a festival, why shouldn't you be smoking weed? Exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that you got to, but if you're out there in an open space, mm-hmm. why not? Why not? I, I and I think that I've been telling people, like, there are three things in this world that's going to bring everybody together. Music, alcohol, and marijuana. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I don't care if you smoke it, eat it, drink it. I don't know. But that's what's going to bring the world together. But the oh. people are just so chill. I've been to a few music festivals where people where it was like smoking weed, of course. And everyone was like chill around me who was doing it. I'm making a proclamation that in 2019, I'm going to probably have to quit alcohol. And I'm going to have to get me a vape. Oh, I just said the same thing to my mom. And I got one of those That's good. Alcohol is trash. Like, I think I'm going to stop drinking right. for real. Yeah, the <laughs> problem is for me, right, I want to stop drinking. And 
my uncle's going through this whole alcoholism thing. But for me, I'm just like 30. I just envisioned myself being, and I said before I moved to Georgia, I just want to be one of the 30 year olds who run around with no shirt on at Piedmont Park. And I can't be running if I'm having a beer belly, which I don't have anymore, thank God for Jesus. Yeah. But I would rather just get high. And even get high, I'd be like, I want to chill on that also. Yeah. But, you know, they have the CBD. You guys know about CBD? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got the CBD oil from like these little places. And I'm like, you know, I got to vape. And when I first went down here, me and Evan, I was like, okay, I need to do something with anxiety, but I can't smoke because I don't know who to get stuff from. And I went to the um, vape store and they had like CBD gummies. Even Groupon sells CBD gummies. Yeah. So um, I had gotten the CBD, like sour, frosted candies. And you don't get high, but the same, if, if it makes sense, you get the same effect. So that relaxation, just chill mode that you feel when you get high, that's what CBD does. And, you know, I think people will be looking forward to trying to get, like, high. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you trying to get high or are you just trying to chill? That's what I'm just talking about. You don't even know what you're doing when you're trying to smoke. Absolutely. Like, people just be smoking for the sake of smoking. Oh, trust me. I know a lot of people who aren't drinking to get drunk. They just drink because it's a social thing to do. I ain't that social no more. I would much rather just... You know what? And I fucking feel that statement with my soul. <laughs> I am not that social anymore. Like, I can be in a room with a whole bunch of people talking and be on my phone and have the greatest time. I'm like, great. why ain't you speaking? I'm speaking to everybody on my phone so I don't got to talk to you, motherfucker. Sometimes I like the ambiance. I like being in a crowd. I ain't got to talk in that crowd. And I'm no. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, like, I know a lot of people like, well, God damn, like, y'all got a podcast, y'all talk. I'm like, yeah, we talk because we like each other. But I don't have to be out and spending money. So I, I went, like, short story. So I went out to a bar with Q, and I was like, you know what? Why am I here? Um, I'm spending $20, $30 for this tab. Then I got to tip you for doing your job, which I don't mind doing that. But the issue is, if I'm going to tip you a good amount, make my drink strong enough to make me want to stay. I'm trying to leave at this point because I'm counting how much money I'm actually going to have to owe at the end of the night. So I'm trying to convince myself to go home. I go and I had like two or three drinks. I'm like, you know what? How much is my Uber? I open the Uber app because I'm still one of those black people who use Uber because the app looks better on my home screen. I apologize, but that's how it goes. So the Uber was like, oh, it's 40 bucks. I'm like, wait, I live eight miles away. Like, there's no way my Uber should cost 40 bucks to get home. I'd rather walk it. Needless to say, I'd much rather smoke weed than go and deal with going to a bar in 2019. So that is going to be my New Year's resolution. Let me tell you something. $40, $40 a drink. Let me tell you, $40 a drink mm-hmm. will get you one night of drinking. Okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. $40 a week will get you like a week or two of getting high. Yep. And I also tell people, just because you roll, for well, for me, I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah, I don't, I don't smoke that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but I be telling people, like, I think that when people roll a J, they think they're supposed to face the whole J. Yeah, and that's you crazy. Like, for that's me, like, no, like, you don't have, like, it's okay to put that in a box somewhere and smoke it tomorrow or the day after. Like, that's you can hit it. Like, like, I used to, when I was in Baltimore, I used to, hit, like, smoke. And I would go to the gym. I, I need to smoke, like, a relax and then go running. What do you call the bowl hitters? Fucking... <laughs> yeah, like, I... I don't know. Are you so, a bowl hitter? What's that? <laughs> Where you only hit the bowl like once or twice and then put it down like, oh. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> for the most part, I'd be like, I will sometimes smoke. I'll smoke like half a J and I'll be good because the shit mm-hmm. that I get is that good. Like, I'm not trying to be like sick or like I can't function. 
I don't like that kind of high. I like to just be relaxed. Well, if anybody has an idea of where I can find a good vape pen, please let me know. Email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com because I am searching. Don't you waste these people's time, Greg. If you go type in vape store or hookah tobacco store in your GPS, that's where they sell the vape pens at. Well, I'm going to have to do that now. I will say I will probably never touch a hookah again. I made the mistake of doing that. Oh, my God. Where'd you go, Georgetown? No, we went uh, for Tiff's birthday. We went to Adams Morgan and we went to this hookah bar that was right next to a pizza shop. I, I don't know the name of this place, but I had to walk down like six steps to get. There. So there's so many hookah bars in Adams Morgan next to pizza shops. Well, that might be good. Well, we no, don't well, know. Well, <laughs> this one was so bad because it was like it was wedged between a pizza shop and a convenience store. And the thing is. I don't. I, I need to look up this place because it was such shit. The dude, we walked in and he he greeted us real well. He was like, "Hey, you know what flavors do you want?" Blah 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 blah. Only to find out that the hookah itself cost forty five dollars. I was like, "Wait a minute, hookahs in Adams Morgan usually cost between fourteen and eighteen dollars." So he's like, "Oh yeah, because of the group." Mm-hmm. That- I was like, "Wait, the group makes it." four times more now so it wasn't Susie. yeah they were ridiculous it wasn't Susie's. it wasn't chicha lounge um it was oh that's is that the fucking name of that place um it wasn't apple lounge oh my god i cannot remember the fucking name of this place um apple's on you it yeah. was probably uh i know what you talk about it don't was it because no it wasn't because no that's in that's in that's in dupont that's like all right I'm, I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of this. It's so bad that it's not on Google when I searched it. That's, I just feel like it's so many hookah spots in that area. <laughs> like, yeah. so, I don't think some of them have names. It's just hookah. Yeah. It's like, right. hey, we, we serve you whatever. Hey, yo, Chris, that's like a liquor store. And they just like name of this liquor store. Yeah. yeah, it's just liquor store. <laughs> so, so we go we go for Tim's <laughs> birthday, right? So we go for her birthday, and she's like, Greg, like, you know, what do you want? I was like, honestly, I don't really want to drink. I want a hookah because I'm one of those people that I can't do both at the same time because I'll either fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd much rather smoke my own shit and then just show up to the hookah lounge, and while everybody else is having fun, I'll have a drink. And he was like, no, you got to put it on the yeah. So. Like, yeah, the hookah, mm, I don't know, because if you drink and do hookah, you get all lightheaded and get the skin yeah, and stuff, too. Well, that's why I told him. I was like, I can't do both. I can only do one. If I'm going to hookah, I can't drink anymore. And then more importantly, like, I have hookah spots that are right down the street from my house, so I don't have to travel to Adams Morgan to go and do it. Right. Let, let, let's just move on, because we, we got off topic. So... Because you're in Silver Spring. There's a lot of hookah spots yeah. up there. Thanks, because you're with the Ethiopians. So. Well, it's a lot of <laughs> It's real hookah, too. It's not like the shit that Adams Morgan is giving people. Let me people. tell you. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Mira, I went to this place in Georgetown one day, right? <laughs> and <laughs> I, I was like, I was, when, I went to, when I was living in, well, when I was in college, we went to this place in Towson, this hookah spot. And it was pretty dope. And I was like, you know, hookah's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, came in flavors. And I would always tell people I would walk out and my legs felt like jello. I felt like, you know, I felt something. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to this place in Georgetown one day mm-hmm. and I was like, I hit it once and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they done mixed this with something else. Yeah. And we asked people next to us, we were like, how y'all feel? And they were like, real lightheaded. Like, niggas felt high. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is in this shit? And we left. We couldn't do it no more. 
And even like my cousin, he don't smoke, but he, you know, he works for government and shit. But he was like, he does hookah. And so he'll bring him his hookah. And I'll be like, you know, I either need to eat something. It's like the same thing when you smoke or when you drink. I gotta eat mm-hmm. something before I smoke, before I do hookah. We're gonna get really nauseated. Yeah, you definitely will. Well, let, let, let me just say this. I'm, we're gonna cover this tomorrow on the other show, but I'll make it brief about this. So, Tony, you you got some sound in your background, but that's not me. Oh, that might be. Oh, it, it it might be me. Hold on. So, Can, is it gone now? Yes, yes. gone. So when it when it comes to Adams Morgan, I, I personally I love Adams Morgan because I can go and get drunk and it's in the middle of the city where I can go anywhere. But mm-hmm. the one place in Adams Morgan I've sworn off is Heaven and Hill. Heaven, <laughs> Heaven and Hill is one of the worst fucking places I've ever been in my life. It's a bar. I don't do it like that. No, you no. have good times at Heaven and Hill. Okay, well, I'm going to make sure that you never go there again because no, a, stop. No, a DC man says that the Adams Morgan Club Heaven and Hill served him an ammonia spiked cocktail. Yikes! What? Yeah, make so, lit. The the nightclub heaven That's and hell. Wild. No, th- this is this is bad. This is bad. Um, and mind you, one of my favorite bars is next to heaven and hell, and they don't have these problems. Heaven and hell has always Are had. You talk about bourbon. Both, both bourbon and town tavern. Shout out to Gracie. They they both <laughs> make great drinks, and I love these bars. Heaven and hell. I will literally walk past there just to avoid it. So, <laughs> oh my god! So that's shady. No, nah, no, nah, this this shit is trash. I like so, <laughs> it, any place that you can go to that they put the phone number, the cell phone number of the owner at the front of the bar, you should already be cautious, as if like they don't have a personal what? bar. Yeah. So Heaven Hell's owner's phone number, like his cell phone number, is at the front of the bar. So. The Long Island Ice, uh, yeah, the Long Island Ice Tea that the guy had got from Heaven and Hell contained what is being considered yellow death. Yellow mm-hmm. death. Sorry. So I, I, I want I have to play this video for y'all because this shit fucked with me so bad. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna say this for the show. Here we go. Why would you order anything that was called yellow death? No, no, no. You know, I ordered no, no, a drink no. once called Illuminati. You know, no, 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 no. But, but, but Illuminati sounds more appetizing than death. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was pretty much alcohol. No, but the thing is, he didn't order a drink called Yellow Death. He ordered a Long Island iced tea, but it contained Yellow Death cleaning fluid. Here we go. God damn it, these damn ads. You're going to have to listen to these for the next six seconds. Shit, I can sing you a fucking ad. I have a little but I need cash now. Now he's recovering from threatening legal action. Boxer's hand cutler spoke exclusively to the victim. She's lying right now with more. And hey, well, it all happened in Adams Morgan last night at that bar, Heaven and Hell. The she sounds really excited. Steve got a lot more than he wanted. <laughs> he a potentially deadly 
people inside, one that should never have been behind the bar or even inside the building. Leon Williams says Long Island iced teas are a drink of choice, so he immediately knew something didn't taste right, capturing the moments that followed on cell phone video. When I first drank it, I was like, man, this ain't right. I got up, I'm going to taste this drink. Then I seen the bottle behind it. I grabbed it. I bet you he's black. Oh, he's a nigga. Put in my drink. Cocktail was spiked with foam bright leader, a product so strong it's nicknamed Yellow Death. The label, stating in all caps, it is not for indoor use. Warning of severe skin burns and eye damage. Almost like when you smell a mold, like a soap. Mm. Oh. William, doing x-rays. Your analysis will suffer a day later from a burning throat chest. Then he can't eat, and it feels like he's swallowing rocks. The bartender is Damn. a nightclub for nearly 40 years, pouring a drink of himself, calling it an honest mistake. Thing. You ran out of sweet and sour mix. Okay, so here's my issue. <laughs> so they ran out of sweet and sour mix, so they started using ammonia. What? <laughs> here's the thing. Over it. My you, you bad, start, bro. I thought the it was owner. sweet and sour. <laughs> so the owner of the bar, he pulled from underneath the counter Daly's sweet and sour mix. Now, for a Long Island, now I've had plenty, and I don't mind sweet and sour mix, but a Long Island should not con- be considered sweet or sour. Give me the fucking alcohol. Like, let, let me, I need to actually go and look at a Long Island iced tea. I need to look at what the ingredients are. Long Island iced tea. Boy. Long Island iced tea recipe. If it, if it has sweet and sour mix, sure. Uh, actually, no. It doesn't. It's it doesn't. It's just oh, no, no. no it, it does. It does have sour mix. It doesn't have sweet and sour mix. This is not McDonald's. So it should not have sour mix. So it says, fill a cocktail shaker with ice. Pour vodka, rum, gin, tequila, triple sec, and sour mix over ice. Shake and cover. Pour cocktail into a Collins or Hurricane glass. Top with a splash of cola for color and garnish with a lemon slice. Right? Now that, yeah, that, that is probably like, I'm sick of these niggas coming to my bar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck he was doing. Let's play the rest of the clip. Sir, and confused the similar bottles. God, this is my witness. We have another person up here. It was a mistake. Why should I have to put somebody poison? The customer come to pay me, and I, I've been this business the longest person, and I don't smoke it. They, they, they say, I'm going to make a mistake. Put my customer? No. DC police are invested. All right. I'm not even going to play the rest of the clip because it's just a dude saying, you know, that, hey, um, it's not an honest mistake. You could have killed me. No shit, Sherlock. But the thing is, one, any bartender that reaches on the floor to grab sweet and sour mix, that should not be there, sir. Secondly, yeah, I feel like that's a health hazard in itself. Yeah, like, why are you reaching from the floor to grab something to put in my drink? nothing, everything should be at waist height when you're making my drink. That's why when bartenders, and everybody has been at a bar where a bartender, you tell them like, hey, let me get a vodka tonic, and they walk to the complete other side of the bar to make your drink and bring that shit back. Nah, make that in front of me. I don't want you fucking up mm-hmm. anything I've ordered. Like, make that in front of me. I'm going to still tip you the way I'm supposed to tip you. But can you really see, were they in the hell part? It's mad dark down there. Oh, all I'm going to say. It looks like the they were in hell. 
if you if in you hell, drink not that heaven. Place, <laughs> if you uh, it's called heaven and hell you kind of already know anybody who is listening to this podcast who is from the dc area and has ever been to heaven and hell you know it's not the place you actually want to drink that's a place that you go to when you everything else is closed yeah (laughs) honestly i don't trust the i don't trust that building every time i've gone there they charge me ten dollars to walk in and there's nobody in there so Needless to say, heaven and hell, if you do close, there are plenty more bars. I appreciate you. But even the owner was trying to blame everything else other than the fact that he did. He was like, oh, well, my customers, they know I wouldn't try to kill them. Of course, you wouldn't try to do kill them. Do they know that? I, I don't do know. Do they really? No, no, do nobody, they? Nobody knows that. So move, moving right along. That is a very heaven. accurate statement. We don't know who's trying to kill us. So we can't say that. You really don't. I'm just well, saying. I, I don't know that if you story did, about you that girl who killed somebody, and she just hit a blunt and killed a man. She said, oh, "God told her to do it." Do it. Wow, wow. Maybe that's how I blame shit on God. <laughs> so no, but, but God. I don't know. She didn't really have no uh no prior history. She knew he was a pastor, but didn't know I think the man. A lot of fucking people I don't that know. don't. Niggas that always be doing shit all of a sudden don't have no past history of being crazy. There's always a history of being crazy. So let's go into the news and I guess into the entertainment part of the show. So we'll keep this one brief. Game of Thrones is coming back in April 2019. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I thought it wasn't going to come back until like August, but it's coming back in April. They had a teaser that came out saying that it will premiere in April 2019. So basically, we only got five months. I can wait. I can wait. I got enough shows to hold me over, except for Walking Dead. Fuck every producer of that show right now. So, ah, uh, boy, Tony, I'm, I'm I'm gonna save that for the next, you know, I guess segment of the show. But Azalea Banks, um, who oh boy, so she apparently threatened to murder Mariah Lynn. Who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nobody knows either one. So Azalea Banks. You know, <laughs> You, you know your banks as the rapper slash Twitterer slash person who you know her name, but you haven't heard her music. She's First, the voodoo, like, the voodoo song, right? She probably the voodoo or something. Yeah, she's the one who did the voodoo, the voodoo song that you know I actually like, but I couldn't tell you what the lyrics are. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so she apparently got tagged in the tweet that claimed that Mariah Lynn was coming for Cupcake. And then Azalea Banks said, I will punch Mariah Lynn and her ugly, mentally retarded, white trash, right, uh, rat nose. Mariah Lynn, basically atting her on Instagram and Twitter. I really had enough of you talking shit thinking that you are a real rat bitch. I will step on your fucking skull and crush it. Thanks. Yeah. So Mariah Lynn responded. It's crazy how someone can go and say that I'm not performing like, girl, you lucky to even have that opportunity. I wouldn't have cared if it was one minute of my song. Some didn't even get an invite. Like, what the fuck is going on with the world? Be grateful when opportunities present themselves. So. (laughs) Basically, Cupcake says, Ceases, this is where you should eat your food. I'm luckily not to have shit. You just desperate. You the same motherfucker that begged me for a verse and still haven't got that bitch. How you, Jesus Christ, fuck. You know what? Let's just skip the story because I can't talk the way that they tweet and this shit is disgusting. 
I'm all, I'm always all for skipping things regarding Azalea Banks. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. So, moving right along to Tony's favorite person, Tony Braxton. Visited a limit. <laughs> Tony Braxton visited Wendy Williams and talked about her sisters, the Christmas movie that she has coming out, and more importantly, she discussed Birdman and the wedding. Is it happening or is it is it over? Boy, I- listen, you know, listen, guys. I am like a diehard Tony Braxton fan. I think that to be honest, I've always been a Tony Braxton, Eric Badu, and Woody Houston fan. And more recently, Rochelle Pharrell, Legacy. But definitely since I was born, I've always been Tony Braxton. And I don't really get into celebrities' personal lives, but I just feel like, you know how you get to a point where you like listen to somebody so much, and you're so engulfed in them, maybe a little obsessed, yeah. and you feel like you know them as a person. And I just am so disappointed that she's with Birdman. I don't know what their relationship is, but I don't know how he is to her. But, um, and who am I to say? You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same token, I just... I just want to you can't, you know. Sometimes you just can't come in the way between love, man. You love who you love. I don't, I don't think that's love, Tony. I don't. Either. I really think that it's a publicity thing. I really. At first, I did too, but I was like, they're like the lamest couple ever. Like, is anybody even watching them? So it's like, is it really for publicity? Well, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think that people are like, oh my god, Tony Brackett and Birdman together, and we're still t- we're talking about it right now. So maybe it's working for them. And I but just, I just I, don't understand. I, and then it's again not for me to understand, but. I just want them to break I up. Really I at least want them to. They don't have to break up in real life. Them. But tell me that you broken up. Tell, Tony Braxton, tell me that you broke up with Birdman. You don't have to break up with him in real well, life. But just tell me so I can feel better about myself. The thing is, she can actually technically break up with Birdman next year because at that point it would have been eleven years since she filed bankruptcy and oh, only shows up on your credit report for ten. So you think she's doing this for the bread? Of course. Ew, well, it's not does Birdman money have that much money? That's what Birdman. I'm saying. Birdman. 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 Birdman got guac. Yeah. There we go. He got more money. He raped them good when it comes to money. Oh, He's nice. got bread. And so, he had bread. He, You know, he's still in the streets, too. So. That's so, ridiculous. So I just feel like, I don't know, they're just a mismatch to me. But maybe he's just trying to, you know, settle down to be like a, a real man. And that's when I look at Tony Braxton, she's like a classy woman. She is a very classy woman. I love you, Tony Braxton. I hope you love me too. You better be listening to this podcast, Tony. And if not, I hope so. Yeah. So yeah. So she's probably just like, you know what? I can help. Tony Braxton, I just need you. Almost billionaire. Hold him down a little bit. Tony Braxton, I just need you to unbreak my heart so I can breathe <laughs> again and don't have to sing another a sad love song for seven whole days. Y'all see what I did there? So <laughs> yeah, I like listen. it. Thank you. Thank you. I like hold. Oh my God! I wish I had my goddamn. Uh... <laughs> so we only got a couple more, and then we'll go into his body. That's how she said. So we'll make these things work. So Lil Boosie says that. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. There we go. So Lil Boosie says that smoking angel uh, angel dust has made him see demons. Do y'all? <laughs> Or do y'all care? I don't think. Can we skip? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, little Boosie. So Boosie got enough demons in his life. <laughs> uh, next story: the Idris Elba doll that. <laughs> oh my what? God. It yeah. looks like a PJ character. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna post this in the show notes because this is just unfucking believable. So who made the doll? Idris Elba. And 
It's not him. It looks like Romany Malco. <laughs> like, I, I posted it on the show. So if you're watching, like, you'll see it. But this shit does not look like Idris at all. But I, I, I guess this is America, so we'll, we'll live with that. Um, Maybe Twitter, like Jack yeah. the Ripper version. Wow, so, yeah. Twitter went fucking <laughs> over that one. Um, I, I don't really have anything else to say about that one, so whatever. Um, apparently, <laughs> millennials are having less sex. Uh, I, I don't really know how to start this. I can believe that because it's too you know, many nasty I'm, ass people yeah, in this and it, world. And we have, you know, and I've been talking to shit with my mom. Mm-hmm. She's like, when I was growing up, our biggest thing was pregnancy. And she's like, now you got to worry about diseases and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And she's like, they mm-hmm. don't have to worry about this stuff when they were growing up. But now, like even living in Atlanta, first of all, the perception mm-hmm. that all the guys here are gay. Yeah. So girls are like, you know, I don't want to date no niggas from Atlanta. They're either gay or a criminal. But you just don't know. There's so much like download shit going on. Not, not even talking about from a homosexual perspective, but just there's so much sneaky shit. Like nobody's forthright with anything. Yeah. And people are just doing all sorts of weird shit these days. You just can't trust anybody. Absolutely. But right. I also think that there's a growing generation of people that are not sexually. Like I used to talk to this girl when I was in grad school. She was like, I'm just not a sexual person. And I've heard that so often from people that are just like, I'm just not a sexual person. Like, me, I like to have sex, but I'm also not controlled by, by yeah. sex, if that makes sense. So, like, if I go, like, a while while I have sex, it's not going to bother me unless I'm like, I need some butt. But other than that, <laughs> it's like, I don't be thinking about that shit. Like, yeah, I feel like sex, I mean, it's cool and all, but it's, it's way more problems. It's yeah. way more problems in the world, and like my grandmother told me, the worst thing they had to worry about was herpes. Yeah. Now there's different forms of herpes. Like, yeah, that, I don't know, uh, man. Like, like no. I ain't really, I ain't really too keen to like sleeping with new folks. Like, even even myself, if I have a sex partner, I will use that same sex partner for years, like mm-hmm. years. Like, I'm not Especially if you like switch you it know. up, like. And I'm comfortable, even if we not seeing each other. I know at least at least this person is clean. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we can get it done quick, cool. But all this dibbling, dabbling, mm, nah, people too nasty nowadays. Mm-hmm. Oh, so apparently Q is awake now. <laughs> from it's podcast over. Sorry, Q. <laughs> exactly. Like, th- there you go, Q. Like, so. Moving right along, we need to actually move into. We'll save the topic for another episode because I was going to ask a question, but we'll save that one for a later date. Since it is Thanksgiving, instead of us going and saying what is blessing us or what is bothering us, what are you thankful for? Can I still say what's bothering me? Yes, you definitely. Okay. You definitely can. Chris, ladies first. Okay. <laughs> I am really thankful for having a f- for ha- for being a part of like a family that even though we may have not like seen eye to eye on everything like I actually experience love in my family and I feel like there's a lot of people in the world that just was never loved by anybody never experienced good times, never had laughs, never had hugs, never had kisses. And I just feel like 
I'm thankful that I got to experience that. And a lot of people haven't. And I feel for you because you grow up and you become like a, a like a person that can't accept <laughs> love or give it. And it's just like a terrible way to live to me. Yeah. So I just I just feel like I'm thankful for that. Even for my friends, like or people who I didn't know, like mentors and people that I work with, like really just showing like compassion and care to me. I'm thankful for that. That's dope. We love you, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Tony. So what's blessing me? Because positive is always before negative. Um, I'm really happy that I did make this decision to move to Georgia. And I think about that so often. Um, I don't think a lot of people get the chance to do what they feel like they're really supposed to do. And I felt like my divine calling somehow was to move to Georgia. And when I moved down here, it's so much overwhelming, not overwhelming, but overpouring of like love and support. Like, you can do this. I don't see why you can't do this. Do it. You want to go be a singer? Drop a few albums. You can do that. I've never felt like, I've never felt that kind of love and support. So I'm so excited. Um, and I didn't, I had family in Maryland, obviously, but it wasn't to the, like family that was like, I want to see you guys every fucking day. My family that's here is literally like, I want to see you guys every fucking day. Like, I want to hang out with you. And, you know, it's like those families on TV where a door be open, you just walk in somebody's house. That's how it is. Like, I just show people house, like, hey, what's going on? Go in there for great to eat that food. I love that. You know what I'm saying? So, so grateful for that. Um, what's bothering me? So, I just, so, I've been talking to this girl, right? For months. Like, I've been out here, what, seven months? And I've been talking to her for at least, like, six. Okay? So, she goes to the church that my cousin, well, really, I go to also, but I'd be so nervous about going there because that's why everybody knows our business. So, I really, 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 really like this girl, right? But I feel like she's not showing that she feels the same. And I know that she had past relationships that didn't go so well, so maybe she's a little guarded. But I just feel like I keep putting it out there, like, what are we doing? I re- like, what are we doing with the relationship? I'm looking for something serious. She's looking for something serious. Her friends already told me that she really likes me. Her parents have already called me their son-in-law. So I'm like, what are we... Like, I'm, and then my aunt today, she saw her mom, and she was like... I really want them to be like the girl's mom was like, I really want Tony and her to be together. Like he's going to be a great man for her. And I'm like, that's good to hear from your mom. But I need to hear from you. So I'm just like, what do I do? Like we've had this conversation. I'd be like, yo, I like you. What are we doing? Like, and then it's when she's drunk, like I can get some information. But I'm like, do I have to get you drunk to hear how you feel? Mm. And then everybody's like, you know, South now, so you got to court the girl. I love courting. I think it's beautiful. But at some, at some point, you have to open the gates and let me into the court. Absolutely. So I don't, I don't, I'm like, what do I do? What's next? Mm. Oh boy. Y'all supposed to give me advice. <laughs> oh shit. Um, oh man. I'm I, I <laughs> the right place in life. Okay. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. For Greg, as a married man, you could go first because when well, I'm going to tell Tony, yeah. It might oh, be counterproductive. <laughs> well, me, like, God, I'm, I'm really aggressive, so... I me would, too. And I, I know you are, and I, I'm sure you're holding back because you don't want to scare her off. Or something like exactly, that. bro. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Like, I don't want to tell her exactly how I feel because you, you have to, like, kind of, like, skirt around, like, what you want to say to appease her. 
But sometimes you just have to go with the gusto. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say exactly how I feel. If you are upset at the way I said it, then it's not meant to be because I'm supposed to show you who I am instead of giving you a representative, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel as though you need to go and tell her exactly how you feel and what you want or what you feel is supposed to be planned going forward. A lot of people are scared to tell people how they feel until it's too late. So I would rather you say it now than wait until it's too late. Right. And I've been when trying it, to hit her up all week, but like, I know like Monday was Founders Day. She asked you wrong. So Monday was Founders Day. So I was like, I'll give you your time. And then she went to a Did you hit her up and say happy Founders Day? I did. I did. Oh, okay. And did she respond? She did. She said thank okay. you. And like, so. But is it a thank you or was it like a thank you? It was like thank you. That's extra points. But I'm like, you know. Mm. But anyways, so I'm like, I told her, I said, hey, you know, what day, what are you doing tonight? Like, I can come over and cook for you. She had something to do tonight. And I'm like, her mom told my aunt, like, she'd be acting like she'd be doing that something, but she don't really be that busy. And I'm like, I fucking know. I'm in two fraternities. Like, I'm a teacher. Like, well, for now. Like, I got my own side hobbies. I'm on a podcast. Like, don't tell me how busy you are, because I definitely have more things to do than you do. But mm. I just, I, I don't know. I'm just like. You know. I think, Tony, I think you should fall back for a little bit and see how she acts. But the thing is, I do that. And then I've even deleted her number. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want your number. So I'm, I'm not inclined to text it. And then she'll mm-hmm. hit me up and then she'll have this whole conversation. And I'm just like, you know. Okay. And she'll do that. And then will she go into a pattern of hitting you up? Or then will she just, okay, I had is, this conversation and I'm not she's telling. She's telling everybody else something that she's not telling me. That's the problem. Oh. Like you're telling your sorors, like, I really like this guy. Because they've all already told me this. Your parents have called oh, me their okay. son-in-law. And I'm like, why am I getting more from them Oh, and well, I would just ask her, what's up? Well, that's what I'm saying. I have to get to her first. And I'm like, I don't like chasing people. And my aunt told her mom that. She was like, Tony's pretty laid back. He's not going to chase her. Like, I'm saying, like, like not like, like... Some people do like to be chased. I know I like and to be chased. And I don't mind chasing if I feel like it's going to end up somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's a great story. Like, I really chased your mom. You know what I'm saying? I chased your mom, Mm -hmm. and it took a lot of work, but we ended up together. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a great story. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to, like, meet me halfway because I get tired of that shit. Like, the energy that I'm putting towards chasing you, A, I don't chase my liquor, and I've never chased a girl. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like, you know, to me, I just feel I'm not an emotional person, and I don't have emotional attachments towards too much of anything. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I really, really like And then my aunt was like, they went running together. She was like, I know. And they were talking about this. And I was like, first of all, if I asked you to work out with me, a workout to me is a very individualistic thing. Like, and, and you made sure, like, yeah, I would just have a conversation because also sometimes people be trying to force shit. Like, they may be running back and telling you, like, yeah, she's telling me all this. She's telling but, and me that's all what, that. That's what I was telling my aunt and my cousin. I was like, that's great that I hear that from you guys, but I need to hear that from her. And mm-hmm, I'm going, when exactly. I see her, I'm going to ask her, like, what do you want? How do you feel? If you like me and you want to do this, tell me. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to bite you. I'm not that kind of dude. But at the same token, I am from New York. I am Caribbean. And I don't have time for games. So, like, right. like I am aggressive. Like, in that sense, like, I just need to know. I don't like gray area. Gray area is confusion. Confusion is a tool of the enemy, and I don't have time. So what are we doing? Yeah, I would just say that. Exactly that. <laughs> well, have you... This this is going to sound weird, but we talked about it briefly, like on the other podcast about like ghosting. Would you possibly would you possibly go and like disappear for a minute just to see how she acts about like 
if she's I always do that because I do that in general. I'm I'm a ghost kind of person. Like I would. But how is the disappear? Is it like a like a real disappear or like a day? (laughs) See, no, 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 no. Like it'd be time for it, and I'm just that kind of person. I will turn my read receipts on, and I will delete your number so I can't text you in case I don't hear you from you. Oh, I want to text her. I would turn my read receipts on so that when you text me, I'll read it, and I'm not going to respond. Okay. Okay. Well, I think. But then, but they taking that as petty. Like, oh, he just being petty. I know, and he still cares. No, because at the same token, I can text you and you won't respond. And your receipts may not be on, but I know you just saw this message. Yeah. How about you, for instance, like, she just bought a house, right? Yeah. The house is a brand new house, and the houses on her street are not finished, so there's no... The houses themselves, the shell is finished, but there's no door, no garage, no windows. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a haunted... It's very scary. So she was like, I went from living by myself to living in this house, and I just feel like I'm just scared. I'm like, well... She literally lives. I, I, I kid you not. She lives seven minutes away from me. Yeah. So she went from living thirty. And she minutes said away. she feels scared. And I was like, "Well, yeah, I said I lived down the street. Like one night she actually spent a night, and I did, and it was great. And I was like, I live down the street. Like, it's nothing for me. Come on here. So her mom had called her when I was over there, and she was like, "Yeah, Tony's here. He's gonna spend a night." Her mom was like, "Good. I'm happy that he's spending the night." Mm. And you know, most parents would say, "Well, why he's spending the night?" You know what I'm saying? Most parents would be like. You know, that's too much for y'all too soon. And I'm like, I'm also not trying to be disrespectful because if this is anybody else, I would just have sex with you and keep it moving. Like, mm-hmm. But I feel like my feelings are involved and I don't like that my feelings are involved. And you need to make me feel like there's a reason my feelings are fucking involved. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out though because if she don't hit me up, I'm going to give it a Sunday. And that's why I say the fourth house is going to be hers so I'm going to just show up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to show up to your parents' house. Like, happy Thanksgiving, niggas. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Oh well, but that's my spill. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I wish Q, I, I wish Q was here. He, you know, him and CJ kind of disappeared on us. So I'm. What I'm, a yeah, so <laughs> we'll have to bring them. Back, you know, I'll have to record there. What's you know? What's thank you know? What they're thankful for later. Uh, me personally, I'm thankful for my co-host. Uh, we have literally made it. 40 plus episodes. This is episode lit, lit. 44. Is it really? This is 44. I'm thankful I'm, for you too, Greg. Like a, lot, like a lot of people didn't think this was going to last. It's going to be like a, you know, one month, two month thing. But I did too. If I had to be completely honest, I did Honestly, I, I thought it was the same for, you know, we had a little rough patch, but it feels like not only did we hit our stride, but it's more so like... <clears throat> We even if we don't have to talk every day when we talk on the show, it's genuine. It's not like most podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, all right, we. It's a repetitive thing. When we talk, it's like, all right, it flows, it goes good, and more importantly, like I like y'all. Like Tony and I share the same last name. I'm sure we family. I'm mm-hmm. sure of that. Like Chris, like I love hanging with her when I see her. Like CJ, the same thing. You cue when he's sober. Like I love him. Uh, yeah. a choice because like that's family, but. I feel like the podcast has so much that we can look forward to. We still have to get photos, like Tony said earlier, and like pre-roll. Like it's it's perfect. Like I'm thankful for the fact that we have a avenue where we can get out our thoughts, be it what's bothering us, what's blessing us, what we're thankful for. Like it, it, it's a big deal for me. So I, I wish we would have had this when Group Me started. That way, we wouldn't need Group Me. We would probably just talk about this shit weekly on the show, <laughs> but I'm glad we have it now because, God, oh boy. Um, 
So I'm honestly, that's what I'm most thankful for in this episode is just you, Chris, you, Tony, like CJ and like Q, obviously. I'm thankful for y'all because this show ain't shit without y'all, just me talking. So, I mean, that's definitely what I'm thankful for. So I appreciate y'all. Even if nobody's listening, I'm appreciative of talking to y'all every week. I don't get that often. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, no problem. Thank yay. you for making this happen. Right. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> so I, I guess in closing, because uh, we, we kind of went like, damn, we almost had two hours. So uh, let, let, let the people know where they can find you on social media so we can get out of here. Chris? Chris, Twitter? what can I mean, on Instagram and then on Twitter, you can find me at Viva La Marie. Tony? You can find me at Tony, the artist, 06, on Instagram. And you can follow us all and then look for everybody on Young Black Pod at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We do have a Facebook group. I'm working on trying to get that a little bit better than what it is because it's kind of like nothing right now. Um, But remember, you will not get an episode next week. But we will be back unless we have that group episode where we have everybody together. That will be a drunken episode. So if it does happen, please forgive us. We're going to try to show Tony a night on the town later on that afternoon or the evening. Lit, lit. Oh, boy. That, and y'all going to be high because from what I'm told, I will have my license by then. Because now in D.C. you have to have a license. I didn't know that this was a thing. Like, to carry, you have to carry, what, two ounces and you have to have a license with you? Is that right? What? Yeah. yeah. You, have to, you have to have the license on your person when you have the two ounces or yeah, I mean, yeah, like, how well? Oh, shit. Okay, well, hopefully it's here before then. Just know that y'all gonna probably have to chief that night. So, Tony, welcome back. <laughs> Chris, uh... Did you guys hear me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just gave a whole thing of why you needed an ID. <laughs> I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear you. No, I said you need an ID because how else would they know if you're 21? You gotta be 21. Oh, no, I'm talking about the like. This is like a light, like a medical like ID you have to have when you carry more than two ounces. And, and uh, we- I ain't never. I ain't heard. Well, yeah, because if you. Either way, if we do come out with this episode, I'll put it on, like, I'll make sure that we post on social media that we are going to have that episode. We might actually go live on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. So, hi, Grandma. I'm sure you'll be watching like you normally do. Um, Abuelita! <laughs> so, that will possibly be a thing, but we, if we don't, we will see you on the 28th and 29th for both shows. Until then, happy Thanksgiving to everybody who is listening. We do love you. We hope that you listen next week. So see y'all when we see you. See ya.